0: You're listening to Good Stories. Hello, my name's Mandy. Are you ready for a story? Let's begin. The Adventures of Little Ragged Blossom and more about Snugglepot and Cuddlepie, part three. What's that? they asked. Oh, that's a friend of mine, said the hermit, standing up and preparing to go. You may come too with me if you like, he said. Get on the roof, and I'll take you along. Oh, thank you, Mr. Hermit, they both said with delight. They clambered upon the house, and away they went. It was hard work holding on while the Hermit scrambled down the hillside. Just as he was climbing down over a very large rock, he missed his hold, and they went rolling down, 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 right over the tops of a lot of houses and into the middle of a street. A crowd of fish folk came swimming round them, such strange people, all pressing close to look at them. The hermit had gone, and there being nothing to hold on to, Snugglepot and Rugged Blossom were bobbing about on their heads again. What's going on here? asked a loud, fierce voice. Ooh, it's John Dory, murmured the crowd, and they all stood back. for John Dory was a very important fish folk. Who are they? Where do they come from? What are they standing on their heads for? He shouted. Everyone was afraid to speak as he strode along and picked up Snugglepot and Ragged Blossom and stood glaring around at the crowd. Do they belong to anyone? He roared. Everybody seemed too nervous to say anything. But little Anchovy, who was very brave and gentle, went forward and said, Oh, please don't hurt them. Uh, give them to me if you like. I like them. John Dory was so surprised at anyone speaking to him so boldly that he fell in love with Anchovy then and there. If you will promise to marry me, he said, I'll give them to you. Now Anne did not love John Dory, but to save the lives of poor Snugglepot and Ragged Blossom, she said, Yes, I I will marry you, I I guess. Ew. When he heard her answer, Savage John Dory became quite gentle and gave her the nuts to keep saying, they are yours, and if anyone hurts them, he shall dry. For in fishland, dry means the same as die. Fish folk cannot stay long out of water, just as humans cannot stay long under water. So Ragged Blossom and Snugglepot went to live with Anchovy. They were very happy. Anne made them new caps of green seaweed with trimmings of tiny pearls, and she gave them a lovely little fish called Frilly. He was a dear little fish, pure black and white, and so clever. He followed them everywhere, and they soon grew to love him. Anne Chovy's house stood in the middle of a lovely garden, with flowers and trees of every color growing in it. Snugglepot and Ragged Blossom were delighted, and sometimes helped the old gardener who had lots to do, for sea flowers don't grow in the ground like landflowers. They are alive and they move about. So every day the gardener had to put the plants back in their places and every night when no one was looking they walked away again. At night Snugglepot and Rugged Blossom went to bed in funny little shells jutting out from the wall and every morning they woke to the sound of the fishes bubbling in the garden fish folk call singing bubbling. For breakfast they ate sea grapes and for tea they had prawns. The prawns were so small they didn't know they were being eaten so it didn't really matter. At first Snugglepot and Ragged Blossom didn't enjoy eating so much wet food but after a few days they got quite used to it and they both thought it splendid never having to wash Doesn't anybody ever wash down here, Anchovy? asked Snugglepot. No, answered Anne, but of course we have to scrape. What scrape? asked Rugged Blossom. Well, scrape the weeds and the barnacles off, of course, (laughs) explained Anne. They went to see the seahorses in their stables and played with Anchovy's beautiful red and yellow dogs. Little coloured fishes swam about overhead. Just like the birds do in the bush, said Ragged Blossom. Oh, let's go down the road and see what we'll find, said Snugglepot. Oh, yeah, said Ragged Blossom. But where is Frilly? He's helping Anchovy get flowers for the dance tonight, said Snugglepot. As they walked along, the dogs came bounding after them. The road went winding through a big forest of sea trees, and bright, wonderful flowers grew among the coral. Presently the dogs grew very excited. They had found a catfish up a sponge tree. Oh, it's like a possum, said Snugglepot. Come here, pos pos, pos pos. The catfish, thinking he said puss-puss, came down and rubbed itself against his legs. Oh, isn't it beautiful, said Ragged Blossom stroking its fins. Let's take it home to Anne, can we? But the catfish swam away. Ah, what's a pity, cried Blossom. Let's follow it. As they hastened along, the ground became quite clear and a little way off they saw a funny little house at the foot of a tall sea fan. At the door sat a very, very old fish folk. The catfish swam to him and he seemed very glad to see it, calling it by a strange name. The old man was covered with shells and weeds, and when he saw Snugglepot and Ragged Blossom, he came hobbling towards them. Live little humans, said the old man in a watery voice. Ah, me, they'll dry or be eaten. What do you mean? asked Snugglepot. Dry or be eaten, repeated the old man. Why? asked Snugglepot. Dry or be eaten, said the old man, shaking his head. Who will eat us? asked Snugglepot. Savage John Dory, greedy John Dory, said the old man. But he promised, began Snugglepot. Ah, me, said the old man. Savage John Dory, greedy John Dory. But what shall we do, asked Snugglepot. Find little Obelia, answered the old man. Um, sorry, what did you say? asked Snugglepot. But the old man seemed not to hear and stood shaking his head and muttering, Little Obelia, 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 poor little humans, dry or be eaten. Snugglepot and Ragged Blossom looked at each other. I am so frightened, said Ragged Blossom. Never mind, said Snugglepot, and won't let us be hurt. Dry or be eaten, said the old man. Come, said Snugglepot, let's run home and tell Frilly, at once. But just then, the old man lifted up his hands in horror and turned and ran into his little house, followed by the big cat. Looking up, they saw John Dory and Anne riding towards them on their large dragons, leading two lovely little dragons. Ooh, said Anne, you naughty little nuts. I thought you were lost. See, the beautiful present John has brought you." Ragged Blossom and Snugglepot were so delighted that they quite forgot their fears. They jumped upon the little dragons, and they all rode home together. The dogs had gone back to Anne and told her how dangerously far the nuts had strayed. "'Now,' said Anne, while they were dismounting, "'we must all hurry in and undress for the dance.' Fish folk are very like humans in some ways. The dance was a very grand affair. All the important fish folk were there. Mr. and Mrs. Botternose Schnapper and their daughters, Mr. Leather Jacket, Mr. and Mrs. Flathead, the Honorable Mrs. Rock Whiting, Mr. Pigfish and Mr. Spotted Pigfish, his cousin, the Groper family, stout little Mrs. Butterfish, the Red Mullets, the Breams, Lord Giant Boarfish, the Salmons, Mr. Jewfish, several of the Kingfish family, Mrs. Murray Cod, Mrs. Beardy, numbers of the Mullet family, slender Long Tom with his aristocratic relations, the Lardy Garfish, and exclusive Mrs. Sergeant Baker, Anne's cousin, Miss Oxeye Herring, the Reverend who, and many others. Ragged Blossom and Snugglepot sat on their little stools and watched the dancing. The great hall was lit with balls of phosphor and light which flashed on the dancers as they floated about. There was a wonderful band of trumpeters and drummers. Most of the dresses had beautiful finish, which means trimmed beautifully with fins. Brilliant little fishes swam about among the dancers, making a gorgeous decoration. Come and see the supper, said Frilly, swimming through the dancers to them. Where have you been? asked Ragged Blossom and told me to keep guard in the supper room said frilly and to see that decorations don't get out of place it's kept me busy oh dear said ragged blossom don't you just wish you had flowers like our bush ones so don't walk about i do answered frilly when they went into the supper room frilly darted forwards goodness he exclaimed just look at those cucumbers three of the prettiest cucumbers had climbed off the table and were hastening to the door. "'That centre of has moved!' said Frilly, fussing about and rearranging the table. "'Oh, sit still!' he cried, smacking the beautiful plant with his fin. Carefully swimming all about the table, he pushed everything into place with his nose. "'Oh, Frilly!' said Snugglepot, suddenly remembering. "'We saw a funny old man this afternoon, and he said John Dory was a savage, greedy man.' Just as Snugglepot said these words, they heard a movement amongst the sea lilies. Turning, they saw the glittering eyes of Big John Dory looking fiercely at them. His mouth was too full of food to speak, but he looked so angry that Ragged Blossom wanted to run away. Frilly whispered to them, stay still. If you please, sir, said frilly to John Dory. Miss Anne would like to know if if you're satisfied with the supper table. Tell Miss Anne, said John Dory, that it would look better if the two nuts were seated on a dish in the centre. And with a terrible smile and working his big jaws up and down, John Dory strode out of the room. Frilly turned very pale. "'Oh, little friends,' he said, "'you must go at once. "'Come quickly with me.' "'So saying, he led them "'as fast as they could go "'out at the back of the house "'down to the stable. "'There they found to their dismay "'that every horse and dragon had gone. "'What shall we do?' "'whispered Snugglepot. "'I I, I don't know. I, I can't think,' "'said Frilly. "'Oh!' "'If only we had that little Obelia! "'The old man said we must find her!' said Ragged Blossom. "'What?' exclaimed Frilly. "'Oh, tell me quickly, what about Obelia?' Snugglepot hastily told him. "'Oh, why?' said Frilly. "'I know, I can find her. "'Oh, quickly, quickly, come with me!' "'Swiftly and with great care Frilly led them "'to a little shell house on the big wall of the garden. "'There he stayed with them through the long night.' When the early morning light was creeping in they left their hiding place now said frilly i'll take you to the school you'll be quite safe there besides john dory will be sleeping all day after his supper he always eats and eats and eats and eats and eats until he can scarcely move oh poor anne said ragged blossom she's going to marry him to save us and now he's going to eat us after all what's the point ragged blossom began to cry Oh, don't cry, said Frilly. If I can find a belia, no one can harm you, and I think I know. Oh, be quick, go into school and say nothing, but just sit amongst the children and learn lessons. I'll call for you and buy. Oh, now I must hurry, for I have much to do. Bye. Ragged Blossom and Snugglepot sat very still in school and learnt of the many dangers that beset the lives of the fish folk. In the lunch hour, they played their games with the little fishes, who were all very nice to them, though they stared at their noses, for some of the fish folk haven't any noses at all. End of part three. You're listening to Good Stories.